Hi, I'm Miss Marcy, and you are listening to Conversations with Miss Marcy podcast. If you are looking for watered down conversations, this might not be the podcast for you. I'm just saying. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Conversations with Miss Marcy. I am Miss Marcy. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. And to my uh, weekly listeners and and uh, subscribers and to my just continued supporters, thank you so much. And let me know, like I always tell y'all, you could be listening to any podcast, but you choose to listen to this one. So for that, I do appreciate you. All right, y'all. So I am joined with uh, some guests. <laughs> I am joined with two wonderful guests, returning guests, Mr. Mitigated Gall. Yeah, we back at it again. What's up, peoples? And Miss Crystal. We missed Crystal last time. Hey, y'all. Mm. So, how are everybody doing? Good. Everybody feeling good? Yeah. Everybody looking good? Yeah, 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 yeah. Moisturized you? and, good. you know, yeah. Some of us. <laughs> some of us. Some of us. <laughs> it's always got to be one in the bunch. <laughs> the ashy, the ashy one. You know. Yeah. There's, there's some who believe in baby oil, and then there's others who, it's natural, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <You> know. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's not cool. That's not cool. Don't I'd put... come over here for this abuse. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Okay. Mm. All no. ankles matter. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so anything new happened this week? Hmm. Crystal. Mm. Oh, I seen my grandson, the, my second one, for the first time. Oh, nice. Nice. How old is he? He's like maybe a month. Ooh. Maybe not quite a month. Maybe, maybe about three weeks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Anything with you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I can't speak on it right now. I don't want to jinx the process, but, you know, um, if you are working a nine-to-five and you aspire to do bigger and better, nothing wrong with going out and stepping out on your on your, on your your dreams and, and accomplishing whatever it is you want. So go for it. Go hard. That's right. That's right. So for me, I'll just say, um, uh, I've just been showing houses all week. So, mm. now is mm. there still a buyer's market? I mean, a seller's, seller's market. market. Mm-hmm. How long is that yes. gonna last? Um, Cause I'm gonna buy could, a home. It. I mean, you can still buy a home, but know? I don't want to pay. Wait a minute. Did you talk about Crystal mm-hmm. again? Seriously, mm-hmm. Crystal. <laughs> no, not me this don't time. Don't put it on her. He just, mm, he just mm, said, put mm, your phone mm, on And I mind. literally just put it on And you did just put it on that one. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, like at the beginning of the next year, I'm going to start. But I ain't trying to pay like twenty or $30,000 above property value either. Yeah, you could, I mean, you could still start the process now or whatever. But yeah, it is a seller's market. And it, I mean, it, it changes like it does always. You know, one minute it'd be a seller's market, next minute it'd be a buyer's market. But yeah, has it changed it yet? Change. No. How long has it been a seller's market? Uh, for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has. So, it's got to play it by ear, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Good. Salute to you. All right, y'all. Well, thank you for that. All right, y'all. So, we're going to go ahead and get into today's topic. All right. 
We are talking about domestic violence. Okay. And um, I think that if we haven't experienced it personally, we know somebody who's experienced it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so far in my life, knock on wood, I haven't experienced it, like, in my personal life. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I haven't put my hands on nobody and ain't put their hands on me so far. And sometimes I be thinking, like, I wonder, I don't know... Well, I ain't say I wonder because I don't want to find out, but I be feeling like if a, if a nigga put his hands on me, I, I'm scared of what I might do. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. But then again, who knows? You don't know what you'll do in the situation like that. Hell, you might not do anything. You know? I did. You know? So, oh, you had personal experience mm-hmm. with it? Talk about it with us. Uh-uh. I was with a guy. If you don't mind. Um, I ain't going to say his name, but uh, I was with a guy. Um, he, um, he hit, he was mad at the world and he hit me and I hit him back. Um, but I, I don't do well with domestic violence because I will be in jail. So I, um, he, when he hit me, I was, uh, seven months pregnant with his child. Oh. Um, and, um, I busted him in the face. Um, with a glass jar, so well, yeah, good for you. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so funny because my little brother came because I had like a, a mark across my eye, and my brother's like, "What happened? I know he ain't do that to you." And then when he came down the stairs and seen him, he was like, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> like so, I've never been good in them situations. I don't have the temperament. I'll be one of them ones you better sleep with your eye open. Okay. Was that yes. your first time being involved in domestic? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I mean, when I was younger, for whatever reason, um, I was the type of person that, um, I don't know, it just, it wasn't that I was, like, getting beat on. I was more of the, maybe the aggressor. So, um, you know, I would fight. So you used to start it back then? Well, I didn't start it, but, like, if you did something that hurt my feelings, I expressed myself with violence. If you put your hands on the person oh, first, well, then you Yeah, but they hurt my feelings first. Good. Or just yeah. something crazy. So do your feelings being hurt warrant you to put your hands on somebody? Well, it just depends. I mean, the situations that I dealt with. I mean, it's, some, it's one thing you hurt my feelings. It's another thing me to walk in and see stuff. I mean, them kind of situations. It was them kind of situations where I didn't know how to react. But to swing. And okay. I mean, was it right? Mm-mm. But, I mean, I was 20 in my early 20s, but that's how I expressed my anger. And, go ahead. So, you say it depends on one hand, and then the on the other, you say, was it right? Uh-uh. I mean, no, because I could have just walked away. But, I mean, in that same token, you walk in your house and see your man with some woman. I mean, what do you expect won't happen? Okay, he lucky you didn't get yeah. to pulling out the gun. Yeah. Okay, so that's one instance. In the other instance, you say that he hurt your feelings. No, the other is just I got hit first. <laughs> I got hit and busted him in the face. I mean, I'm not the domestic. Like, okay, I've had situations where my car got tore up. I mean, of course I'm going to attack you. I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, why would you do that? I'm one of them. Like, I was one of them. Like, are you one tearing my car? Okay. I got. I mean, I'm not no calling no police type of girl. I'm like, oh, okay, I got something. What do you mean <laughs> tearing your car up? He went outside, busted the windows, or he got in an accident while he was running? Oh, no, busted windows, keyed my car. I mean, that kind of stuff. So I experienced that stuff, especially in my marriage. 
I was one of them ones that I'm not a, I'm not going to call the police because you tore up my car because I can sign with my insurance claim, but I can get you. Like, and that's how I felt. So, I mean, now, you know, that I've gotten older and I got way too much to lose, it's like people that kind of bring that kind of stuff out of me, I just stay away from. Mm -hmm. So, like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, yeah, you're going to have me in jail. I mean, because no matter what, like, I've always, they always laugh when they call, they say I have little woman syndrome, but I always had like that complex, like I'll fight like real quick, like female, male, like period. And now people that bring that kind of stuff out of me, yeah, so I stay away from. So is there any instances now that you can think of, and I'm going to ask you the same thing, mm -hmm. um, that will warrant physical violence? Yeah, when my ex-husband keyed my brand new truck. <laughs> I walked mm -hmm. outside and it wasn't that I heard it. I walked outside and caught you in the process of right. it. So, I mean, see, that's what I'm saying. It ain't like you just talking smack. No, like I come outside and see you can my brand new truck. Mm -hmm. Like, what am I supposed to do? Oh my God, I'm calling the cops. Hell no. Like, but again, this is a truck I just got. It's brand new. And I see my, my hating ex-husband. Keying it. I'm walking out and looking at you keying it. But fortunately for him, he seen me coming and hurry up and got in his car and flew. But I mean, you know, but still. What a bitch. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I'm glad he did because I might have been in jail. Like, I mean, you know, the cop, because I came, when I seen him, I came outside, I had a screwdriver in my hand. And I actually had the screwdriver in my hand to take my put my battery in my ring camera back in. So he knew my ring camera wasn't working. So that's mm -hmm. what made him do it. So I'm coming outside for another reason. I mean, if I had a got to him, I don't know. What, he probably would have been dead. Yeah, so mm -hmm. people that bring that kind of stuff out of me, again, I'm glad that I did not. But now, people that bring that kind of stuff out of me, I stay away from. Any other yeah. instance? Um, I mean, come on, you know I went through a bunch with Jerome. No, I mean, is there any now today? Oh, the no. crystal today. Mm -mm. No, I stay away from people like that. That would cause you, that uh -uh. Would, or that you would feel you'd be warranted in uh -uh. whooping some ass. Mm -mm. I mean, no, because at the end of the day, I mean, there's people like there's a girl that I know that's in prison right now for eight years. This girl was beating on her, fighting her all the time. She was scared of her. Well. She was fighting her and ended up stabbing her to death in her neck. Not She had like something and she snatched something from the girl and started fighting her with it, not realizing she's stabbing her in her neck. Kills her. Mm. She had prison eight years. With fighting, your adrenaline is going and mm -hmm. you just don't never know what you're capable of. And I just don't want to be one of them ones where it's too late now. And now it's like, damn, I done killed this girl. Damn, I done killed him. Or damn, I, done, I mean, I just don't want to be in that situation. So people that kind of rub me the wrong way, like, I just leave alone. Like, I just don't. I mean, even, I mean, you know, even as far as like grown kids, disrespectful. I mean, get out. Bye. Because yeah. I do too much for y'all. For y'all to be talking smack, like, mm -mm, bye, get out. Because, again, I got too much to lose. And, again, when you in, the, in, in fight the mode, the moment. you mm -hmm. just never know what you're capable of. So, I'd just rather not. Yeah, and like you said, it's, when you in that moment, the adrenaline is rushing. And yeah, you ain't thinking. I was just um watching the, uh, y'all yeah, remember Chi Ali, the rapper? Yeah. From back mm -hmm. in the day. I was just watching his um story. I don't know how I ended up watching it. And, um... I don't know how I ended up watching it. 
um, basically was just happened to be watching it or whatever. And it was showing him, you know, uh, his story was, he, y'all know he did prison time. I think he did like 14 or, I yeah, think he did more than 14, 14 years. 15 years, something Yeah, like that. for killing yeah. his baby mama's brother. Mm-hmm. And and I know this is domestic violence. I don't know it's not it's not like him and a woman. It was just him and her brother, whatever. Um, basically, they got into it over something small, kind of like she was the his his baby mom was into it with her brother because she wanted him to give her some money because her brother was staying with her. Her brother had just did time in Rikers Island, so he was there staying with her. At first, Chi Ali stayed there too, but him and her fell out, so Chi Ali moved out and moved to Harlem, Harlem mm. or whatever. So the brother was still living there with the baby mama. So they got into it over some uh, money, basically. So she called Chi Ali, like you know, he's dripping, blah blah blah. So he told him, like, well, look, just give her the money that you owe me. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. So the brother was on some disrespectful shit, like, nigga, fuck, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Suck my dick. You know, da, 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 da. So he said he went he went and found him, and he shot him. But he said, looking back, you know, all that time, it wasn't worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, he said at the time he was a street nigga, the brother was a street nigga, and they just both, you know what I'm saying, was power tripping. And, you know. That adrenaline was rushing, and he said he, he just shot him. But I'm like, man, and think about it, you got to live with that for the rest of your life, that you took this dude's life. You took, you, uh, you would have messed up your life in prison. Yeah. So, so situations like that can happen. Now, as far as domestic, as far as man and woman, um, so like I said, I I haven't experienced it, um, but my stepdad is actually deceased to this day because of domestic violence. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he basically, you know, had a woman he was dealing with. He also had a child with her, and um, they got into a heated uh, argument that escalated to violence. And her sister ended up stabbing him. So when they in the heat of the moment, they arguing and fighting or whatever, and her sister, you know, came from behind and stabbed him in the back. And, I mean, yeah, so it's like, it happens. You know, it's, you got to really control that temper and stuff. And like you said, it's best to walk away. But when you're in the heat of the moment, you ain't thinking about walking away. Mm-hmm. A lot of pride and ego, you know what I'm saying, get to flaring up. And it's like, F that, F that, you know. Mm-hmm. But another thing that kind of saved, that stopped me, because my, I never wanted to be that parent that um, I got to bail my son out of jail. You know what I mean? My son, especially boys with their mothers. I never wanted to be that parent. And my youngest one, I would have bailed him out of jail. because, And I never wanted to be my son is suffering consequences because of a decision that I made. So, mm-mm. Yeah. Is there any instance where you... Where I would... Um, that you can find... It, a reason or, to... Yeah. Be violent. Um, I would say... I feel like if a, if if a, if a guy put his hands on me and I feel like my life is threatened, um, if I feel disrespected, um, the, I mean the utmost disrespect, like what she said, if I come home, my dude got a woman in the bed, something like that, because I feel like that's disrespectful. Oh, yeah, like you, just you don't, don't bring know. the bitch to the house. Mm-hmm. If you gonna do your thing, do it elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you thought because I was out of town, I was at work or whatever. You ain't expect me to be back. You taking a chance by bringing her to this house where I laid my head too, so something like that. Um, somebody, um, my dude getting mad at me and going to do something to one of my family members or something. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it just uh, 
It just depends on the situation. Because yeah. if a guy walked in with his girl and a dude, he whooping somebody's tail, whether it's the girl or, or the dudes somebody. or both. Yeah, exactly. So, depending on the situation, I mean, you know, sometimes that's how you express yourself. Now, what about you? Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Answer the question you just Have asked. Have you ever that. been the instigator? Have you ever been the, 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 the abuser or have you ever been abused by the woman? So I was in a relationship and when I first got with the chick, uh, she used to talk about how she always fought her ex. Always fought her ex. Now me, I come up and never, you never put your hands on a woman. I was raised by my mama. Yeah. And she told me that, you know what I'm saying, my pops used to, you know, dust her off. And a lot. They used to get into it and eat dust her off. And so me, I was like, you know, I just can't, you know, respect no man that does that and this and that and whoop de whoop. My sister, she's a fighter. She the type that hit a nigga first, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Hit him run, hit him with a rock and run, try to stab him, you know what I'm saying? All of that. So me, I was just like, nah, a real man don't put his hands on no goddamn woman. I don't give a fuck what. So I get into this relationship with this chick, and she used to talk about how she used to fight this nigga all the time, man. Remember when I hit him with the TV? Said that she grabbed the television and swung the television by the cord and lassoed it around on some Indiana Jones shit <laughs> and hit the nigga with the television, you know. And you know, in the 90s and shit, we had the big back TVs, you know what I mean? <laughs> the TVs with the big booty on them and shit, so she was... You know what I'm saying? She swung it around? Yeah. She lassoed that bitch and was hitting this nigga. Yeah, anger make you strong. Talking about how she (laughs) would take off on the nigga and everything. So, me just getting with her. My mom used to talk to me about don't get with no woman that you feel like you got to put your hands on. But me dealing with this chick, I had it in my head like, uh, oh, man, I'm a different type of cat. You ain't got to... She ain't gonna do that to me. Yeah, you ain't gonna do that to me. For one, I don't do shit to to ever make you think that it, that's warranted. Or, and then you you if you meet me and just know my character, you should be smart enough to know not to touch me. I'm from Dayton. Okay. With that being said, <laughs> she touched me. <laughs> so she started off doing shit like uh, cutting up clothes. Well, she started off with. Throwing shit. Not throwing shit at me, but just breaking shit around the house. Then it was busting windows and punching holes in walls and shit like that. Um, then it start, Then it went on to us getting physical. Like, to the point where I used to just let her just tear shit up. I don't give, I don't give a fuck. Tear that shit up. You ain't touching me. And you only tearing up shit that you bought and we bought. Yeah, you tearing up shit that I bought, but if you fucking up the house, whatever. Just pre- be prepared not to have a television. You know what I'm saying? I'm not about to buy another one. You <laughs> fucked up the one I bought. <laughs> With that being said, it just slowly progressed. Slowly progressed. Yeah. And this is like energy transference. It had me coming into the house to where Already. I'd be like, what the fuck is she done broke up now to... Uh, nah, I ain't going for this shit today. Like, I ain't in the mood for this shit. So it turned in from me 
being nonchalant about the situation, letting her throw a fit to me saying, all right, man, cut that shit out. Sit the fuck down. So now I'm going up, grabbing her, sitting her down on the motherfucking couch. Man, sit your motherfucking ass down. The fuck wrong with you? Tearing up shit. Then it goes from her trying to put her, her putting her hands on me, taking off on me. And instead of me grabbing her and all of that shit, that shit out the window. Now I'm slapping her ass, choking her, dunking her ass on the ground. Who the fuck you think you yeah, you, yeah. you dealing with? Like, yeah. mm -hmm. bitch, mm -hmm. I'm one of those. Mm -hmm. Like, don't no nigga, ain't no nigga trying me like this. Where the fuck you get this bravado from? Yeah. So now I'm coming into the house ready for the fuck shit. Ready for it. I'm with all the way with the shits. Like, coming in the house, I'm seeing shit knocked over. The whole counter... Uh, everything on the counter being pushed off and this glass broken on the floor. Now I'm going to the back room like, bitch, what the fuck is wrong with you yanking her ass off the bed, choking yeah. her up? Cause she, she had an anger problem. This yeah, motherfucker was on one. Yeah, it became toxic. And it was extremely toxic. And now one day when I'm choking her ass, I could just see my mama, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it was just, I, I was disappointed in myself. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker stabbed me in my back, you know, when I was walking away. Because I was just tired of fighting. And I felt like a wimp sitting here breaking this broad off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can beat the shit out of you. I get no champion stripes whooping you. Yeah. But I'm I'm so taken back that you <laughs> think that you it's cool for you to put your hands on me. Yeah. So I'm a Break your ass off in such a way to discourage you. But the more I did that, the more she got turned off. It came to the point where she is. She trying to get some dick. After I done broke her off, she bloody. You know what I'm saying? I'm scratched up. And next thing I know, she tugging on me. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, she has some other shit going on. But honestly, that's a lot of people. people because yeah, that's true. I remember that in night my... All day and fuck all night. I remember in yeah. my... Honestly, in my marriage, my ex-husband was that same way because that's what he seen. My ex-husband, how the fuck do you do pour bleach all over our over the section of our brain, and then that night you want to lay next to me? Like I'm not turned on. Like, and if you get near me, I'll probably punch you. Or what? What about the the the, the couple where a nigga done blacked your yeah, eye, like, and then y'all laying next to each other at yeah, night? Yeah, like that's how. But that's but see, that's what he was accustomed to. That's what he's seen. So you know, again, my view of marriage was different. Then, so because my view of marriage was different, then it was like I felt like, well, we we can get through anything we mm -hmm. marry. But I mean, that's how he was. It was like all this crazy stuff would go on, and then he wanna hump. He wanna have. I mean, like how do, how do you be horny after all this? Like, but that's how he was. I had a neighbor. She, you know, she used to fight her baby's daddy. She was the abuser. She was the aggressor. And this went on like weekly. And I used to be, and she was a pretty girl. And I used to be like, why is she always fighting him? And he seemed like, you know, he wasn't fighting her back or nothing. He just was taking it for real. And I don't know. 
if she had anger issues or whatever, but she used to fight him all the time, which brings me to my point. I'm glad you're at the table too with this topic mitigated because I think it's a lot of double standards sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, because women can be abusive too. Mm -hmm. But as soon as a man, you know, pop up, take off on a woman and hit a woman and fight a mm -hmm. woman, it, it's, it's like, you know, it's a different story. But I feel like women shouldn't be putting their hands on mm -hmm. men either. Yeah. Now, I can't stand domestic violence. I, I can't stand to see a man hit on a woman. I can't stand it. And I, I did not grow up seeing that. You know, like I said, my stepdad had his, his, his shit with the other woman. He had, you know, that situation. But I never saw him put his hands on my mom. I never saw that. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think he ever did. I don't think so as far as I know. But like I, like I said, if he did, I never saw it. But I know for a fact, him and that side chick, they used to go at it. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, it, unfortunately, it ended with his life being taken. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Um, so, it's just, a lot of times, it's just not worth it. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, um, that's why I won't, I haven't tried no man yet. Like, because I, I feel like there are some men who, like you, you, you said you hit her back. You yeah. ain't about to just sit up there and take that. Mm -hmm. and, and you don't and know what kind of way. Yeah. You and can't... still to this day, is there any situation that would warrant me whooping off in a chick ass? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And the one is, you put your hands on me, I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You women. I I, and I, I tell my, look, I tell my daughter this. I tell my, my sisters know this. First of all, if a nigga just haul off and get the whooping they ass on some bitches, my sandwich lost type shit, I'm pulling up before she call. I'm there. I got the bat signal. I will destroy this nigga. Mm -hmm. But if my sister, if my daughter, if my mama haul off and hit a man because of some verbal shit or, or, or some, you know, some emotional shit. I, you yeah. get what you but got. Like, but guys like too, that. like they can't take. Um, I which is something I always tell my daughter. My daughter sometimes her mouth. Mm -hmm. And you know, my brother told me that he's. My brother told me he said, you know, it's a good thing you don't. You really ain't dealt with street niggas because your mouth. You know, what I'm I mean, I, I, I've had I've had a slick mouth. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I've gotten better with it, mm -hmm. you know, uh, but he, my brother told me like, you know, it's a good thing that you really didn't deal with certain types of dudes because, you know, yeah. sometimes the way your mouth can be, right. you know, that make a nigga might want to haul off and mm -hmm. slap you. You know, I don't want to have to come and do nothing to the nigga. You right. Know what I mean? Women have a way of provoking. just provoking. And, and what I say to all men who deal with these type of women, I don't give a fuck how good the sex is. How beneficial she is in your little in your little operation and how you run your life, you lead that broad. You lead that broad. Anybody, cause I'ma tell you, if it's any nigga in your life that you do business with, hang out with, if he provokes you in a way on some flash shit, you gonna wanna fight him. Toxic is toxic, no right. matter what the case, no matter the, the scenario. Right. So, the broad ain't no good. Toxicity is, 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 is addictive for a reason because a lot of those toxic motherfuckers will possess qualities that you absolutely love about them, but then they do this thing right over here that can cause you to knock their fucking mm -hmm. face off. And that's the, uh, 
that's the, the 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 fight with the attraction to a toxic person. She might be niggas know like some of the most toxic women got the best sex. That chocha be fire, but they be some of the most craziest broads ever. And you gonna fuck around and find yourself down in the county. Then you're going to get the DV. Then that's going to stop you from getting jobs, getting cribs, getting loans, you know, and it, it, it'll stunt your growth as a human. So toxic is toxic. Yeah. If you, if a motherfucker can say something, just, and this is just words, bitch can cut you down to your balls, cut you too short to shit verbally. If she take you there, anybody in your life that make you want to whoop they motherfucking ass, you got to get away from them. Now, what about situations where, okay, so, like you just said, toxic relationship, but what if it's a situation where between you and your mate where a altercation happens maybe once or maybe twice in the relationship where y'all done had to get physical with each other, but it never happens again? Because there's some couples like that, too. Those couples that's been married for like 20, 30 years sometimes, they've had moments like that. What if y'all had a moment and but it doesn't continue to be. I is said, that I've never heard of nobody that had once relationships start getting physical and it's a problem. See, I've never heard of nobody that it got physical and it did not continue. I, I've heard of those one and dones. Yeah, and, I and bet, it, yeah. I've, so I've heard of that before, yeah. but then more times than not it starts to fester and it starts to grow mm -hmm. and then ass whooping start to come into play mm -hmm. gradually. What I would say is yeah, be if and I had to put my motherfucking hands on you, I'm done with you. Mm -hmm. And then I'm done with anybody who ever felt like they had to put their hands on me. Yeah. If it's a nigga in the streets who felt bold enough to sneak me, he ain't about to be my motherfucking partner mm -hmm. 10 years from now. Mm -hmm. So why, why would I get his broad the same opportunity? Mm -hmm. And I think what happens is when, when people get to that point to where they want to get physical, I think it's a loss of control. It's a control thing. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, I think like to the man who's just abusive, who just comes home. Like I had a, a dude I dated once. He told me that when he was little, if his father came home and his mama was cooking the, the wrong food, he, he said his dad was turning the whole house upside down. You know, if she was cooking the wrong dinner, you know what I mean? He was turning the house upside down. But he was abusive as well. Yeah. Now, he was more so verbally abusive, but I think he had, um, I think he's had his moments where he had been physically abusive with other women too. But he saw his father be abusive to his, to his mom, you know? And, and kids don't forget those images. If you see your mom get hit, you don't, kids don't, like I said, I never saw my mom get hit, but I can imagine as a child, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You see your mom get hit by whether it be your daddy or her boyfriend or whoever, you don't forget that. And, and psychologically, it does something to you. Like we talked about on the previous podcast of how you can pick that up and you can carry that over into your adult life or whatever. But I do think that, um, you know, for the most part, it's a control thing. I think when people get to that point where they feel like they have to lash out and hit you, like first they scream and holler at you. Yeah. And then it turns into the physical hitting and punching. And I think it's because they lost control. They lost mm -hmm. control. That's why if somebody yelling at me, I'm like kind of like if so, I don't like to be yelled at. I don't like to be screamed at. You don't have to scream at me. So when I when you start screaming and hollering at me, I'm damn near ready to buck up because I'm thinking, okay, this motherfucking person, if a female or dude, whatever, mm -hmm. I'm like, this bitch done lost her mind. Oh, we might be getting ready to fight. Let mm -hmm. me let me start preparing myself. Right. Because at that yeah, point, you've it, lost control. Yeah, it definitely takes me 
which is why I don't argue because it definitely takes me to the defense. But here's the thing: we can we can have an argument or or disagreement respectfully, but when it gets to a place where we scream, I don't scream and go back and forth with people. I'm not screaming with you. We're not about to be. You motherfucker, this you bitch. No, we ain't doing that. Yeah, but see, I had a situation today. Remember, I just told you, I put my child out my house, and was we yelling and screaming back and forth? No. I don't argue well. Yeah. So, yeah, so you know. You, yeah, yeah, like, you I know me. So, <laughs> I do too much for my children for y'all to be saying anything disrespectful. Oh, no, whether you, your voice is high pitch or low. <laughs> so, but because I know that about myself, it's like, all right, no, bye. I mean, period. Yeah. Because I just don't, I'm not a back and forth type yeah. of person. Because, see, when I was younger... I, I wasn't really too much of a back and forth person then. After a while, I'm sw- like, I never was a, and I don't, I don't know. Like, they laugh and say, oh, you got little woman syndrome. But, like, seriously, after so many words, I'm like, bop, bop. I mean, you know, I'm ready to fight. Right, right. So, I don't, I mean, I'm still that same person. But I also stay away from people that take me to Bring that certain person. Mm-hmm. So, when my child was there today and I said something that I didn't agree with, then it was like, you, yeah, 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 okay, let it go. Now, as my child, you know me, just shut up. Be done with it. No, get out. Because I feel that. Coming <laughs> like, on. Next thing you know, bye. <laughs> like, I mean, so because I know that about myself, I just get away. I can't, I can't argue. I refuse. I'm, yeah, I okay. Me neither. I, when, yeah. Okay, so. You know. I can argue to a certain extent, like I, I said, because you're not going to agree with everything. With every, I mean, you're going to have disagreements with people, whether it be your family, your friends. You're going to have disagreements, and I, but I believe in healthy arguments. I believe you know, in like the we name say, calling, yeah. not the screaming and yelling. When it reverts, yeah, when we veer off the topic, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. When we when we are not hearing each other and right. we are veering off, and then what started here is now we got. The little ad hominems. We got the little motherfucker, uh, dumbass. Right. And then it revert to whole ass nigga, bitch. Oh, bitch. And this and that. When it goes left <laughs> and we no longer talking about a box of toasted oats. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out Love Jones. When we no longer talking about this box of cereal, I ain't hearing you. You ain't hearing mm-hmm. me. I'm done with it there. Or you bringing up personal other stuff that ain't got nothing to do. That's Outside why your mama, the scope of the argument. Mama, that's why your daddy. That's why, uh, your, that's why like, your mama's toe is long. That's, yeah. why, <laughs> that's why your mama smoked that shit. I only debate. I try to clear it up. Fuck. I try that, to clear that, it up. That's our I try to get to the root of the motherfucking problem. I don't want to sit here and now we... Doing that shit. Right. Talking crazy to each other. Disrespecting each other is disrespect. You're yeah. going to say something to me that I never forgive you for. Right. And yeah. I'm the type of person that it ain't no way I'm about to say a whole bunch of shit to you. And then, like you said, now I want to cuddle up next to you at night after you done been 12 kind of hookers and every bitch in the book. <laughs> mm-hmm. I That's fake to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I get to saying, fuck you, I'm, I'm saying this. Because, bitch, I'm done, like, for real. Like, I'm out of here. I don't mind debating. You're going to have disagreements. Right. Yeah. You're going to have that. If we can't hear each other right now, leave it alone. And that's another thing. I respect boundaries. Right. Respect my motherfucking boundary. If I say right now, 
I ain't ready to talk about it. Leave me the fuck alone because whatever you saying to me right now, you ain't trying to hear. I ain't going to hear you. And I'm going to turn up. Like, it's going to turn from leave me alone to, didn't I tell you to shut the fuck up? Leave me the fuck alone right I, now. I had to learn to respect that about people because I'm, mm. I'm a Sagittarius. We like to get straight to the point, be done with it. I don't be wanting to hold on a minute. I be wanting to get to the, get. Mm -hmm. let's talk about this now. Let's get it over with. But I had to learn to respect when somebody say, well, I need a minute. I have to give them a minute. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm yeah. one. I'm like that. I'm a <laughs> and I'm like that too. Like I'm the kind of person that I do understand. Like sometimes it ain't always the right time. time yeah. You know what I mean? Somebody, you know, you just never know what you're going through. Yeah. And I I've learned that, but I wasn't always. I'm the type. I used to be the type that'd be like, you know, let's talk about it now. Right. That's what I don't want to wait until later. Right. I, I want to get. I don't want to go to bed angry. Yes. Like. But yep. it's like, no, sometimes you, and I'm, and a lot of times I'm glad, like when I take my time and say something and there, there are situations that mm -hmm. I dealt with where I would, I would be upset. I would feel a certain type of way. And instead of saying something right then and there, I would calm down. Right. And I say you needed nothing. that calm moment. And then cool I would off. go say something and I would have friends that would say, why don't you say something right then and there? Because it might have not came out Word. the best. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, no, you should have said something because now it doesn't. Listen, if that works for you, that's fine. But you going to have to let me calm down before right. I address this situation. Because I might be all the way wrong. And then at, at the end of the day, now this situation that I have a misunderstanding about might have turned into something even crazy. Right. Because I snapped and addressed it. So I do sit back and kind of analyze what I'm about to say to you first and then I analyze the situation and why I'm about to say it and there have been times where I've analyzed the situation and been like you know what I mean? Yeah. And, there, and yeah. I didn't right. say nothing right. and yep. yeah there's situations where I'm like okay hey I didn't like this and and it's like with me I'm kind of a straight shooter and a lot of and, and it's scary because a lot of times guys don't like that. Mm -hmm. Like they want me not to. I mean, and then you, that just means you ain't the guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. and that's just where I go with because I'm not disrespectful. Right. If I don't like something, I feel like I need to tell you I don't like it mm -hmm. because I don't want that festering in me either. And then you catch something with me a month later that I'm right. mad at a month ago. Right. Like, no, I need to tell you within the next day or two. But. A lot of times, and I used to think something was wrong with me because I would say stuff and then, you know, people would get offended and I'm like, did I say something wrong? I had that same issue. Yeah. I was very outspoken. Yeah. And I'm like, and I, I still am, but I had to learn yeah. to pick and choose what's worth saying something about yeah. and what's worth just keeping Yeah, and myself. I do. I That's do pick fact. and choose. Yeah. And I mean, like a situation I dealt with recently. You know, me and you talked about it, like a dude, like trying to tell me about me. You don't know me better than I know myself. And it's like, how are you going to tell me about me when I graduate? You know, I remember going to church. I go to New Birth. And one of the things the pastor always says, stop letting people remind you of who you used to be. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to remind me of a situation that I graduated from. First time I ain't say nothing. Maybe I don't want to come across strong. Mm -hmm. Second time I didn't say nothing at all, but I knew better. The third time I said something like, hold up. 
And it wasn't no disrespectful stuff. It was just flat out. You're not going to use this situation to excuse you. Right. What does that, what does this situation got to do with yeah. the hell you doing? Yeah. Right. And then it was like, oh, forget you. And now I'm getting ignored and being funny. I mean, you know, acting. But it's like, like do I. Punish you now. Yeah, like now I'm being punished for <laughs> being honest. And it's like, well, you know. You're gonna be something to somebody. Mm -hmm. You're gonna. You're not gonna be. I mean, you're gonna be a dime to somebody. You're gonna be ugly to somebody. You're gonna be big to somebody. You're gonna be. I mean, like okay. so. Oh well. So I might as well be who I am, and the guy that I'm supposed to be will, will accept me. I uh, totally agree. Yeah, yeah. Like, I to, I'm just. I, I had to learn that too. Like, still keep your honesty. Yeah. I'm a very honest person. I'm a very outspoken person. But like I said, like you said, everybody can't take that straight yeah. shooter mentality. Everybody can't take that boldness. So you have to learn and pick and choose who can and who can't. Yeah. You kind of deal with people accordingly like okay this person may need you know me to be more gentle this person i could probably be more aggressive with you know what i mean so it just like depends but i also also always try to be mindful of people's feelings like i i'm, I'm not one of those people where like anybody who i love and care about and are we friends my family whoever if we get into an argument a heated argument or whatever it is I'm not going to hit below the belt. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm still going to bite on my tongue in a way. I'm not going to be saying stuff that I know. I mean, because let's just face it. When you post with people, you know where their bones are buried. Mm -hmm. You know, you know that stuff. And the same with me. They know things that'll trigger me. Or and I know things that trigger them. So I'm not going to be using that against them just because mm -hmm. we arguing about this and that or whatever. Oh, yeah. We not friends it, if you yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah. It goes back to the respect mm -hmm. thing. So um, I just want to, like, basically, like, so it comes down to knowing how to handle yourself even when you um having a difference of opinion or whatever and it's not always about being super aggressive and like i said i had to learn that because i used to be very aggressive mm -hmm. oh if i felt like you know you you know if if i i just had a real issue with just being super outspoken and saying whatever i thought mm -hmm. but i had me to too. learn i could tone that down well okay yeah, me so too. <laughs> I, I i battled with that right um, because I would just say whatever is on my heart, whatever is on my mind, I'ma just say it. But let right? me say this real quick, not to cut you off. But one thing I started running into with that is now because I'm older and I have to be more seasoned about things. But now the issue I run into sometimes is dang, you know, I want to say something so bad because this is bothering me. You know, but damn, how do I say it? Because I don't want to do it the way I used to do it. I I'm you know, I gotta kind of be careful how I say it. Um, so I may speak about it like, you know, I may think about it to myself like, damn, you know, before I come at this person, let me check myself or whatever, you know, cause sometimes I, I'm, I'm just, like I said, I'm just so used to being direct and, you know, kind of aggressive in my approach. And I learned over time, everybody can't handle that. So let me say something when you die. So so that is just something okay, that I kind of okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. So that's just something I kind of go back and forth with now. It's like, okay, dang, I know I'm gonna say something, but how do I say this? Mm -hmm. Okay, go ahead. So my problem was me just saying blurting out whatever I I felt or whatever I thought. My mama used to tell me, you know, somebody gonna kill you behind your mouth one day, right? So I used to do it and I didn't care. And I was very callous. A lot of times, sometimes I didn't mean to be callous, but however I felt, I would say it. In college, they call it getting the monkey off your back. Uh, so people always used to say, you don't have no tact and you don't have no uh, mm -hmm. no finesse. Like you got to learn how to talk to people because everybody ain't going to accept the way that you talk to them. And I understand that. So what I did is I went the total opposite. Now, instead of me even confronting 
I would just be quiet about it or I try to find some roundabout way to say what I'm really mm -hmm. feeling inadvertently. That did not work. Mm -hmm. For the most part, it did not work. I'm trying to, I would try to maybe uh, address a situation with somebody that I had a problem with and I don't found the complete nicest, coolest way to say it without this turning into something. Now, I really feel like this, but I'm approaching it like this. Mm -hmm. So when I approach them, these motherfuckers turn up on me like, oh, nigga, yada, yada, whoop de woo. Now I'm feeling like, motherfucker, I went out my way to try to bring this to you. It. The general, I should have came at you the way that I was feeling. <laughs> so now, what do I do? What have I done? Be I found, yep. I found Be balance. Be I found right. balance. That's My balance one. is this. All right. If I genuinely feel like this person, this is not in their character, whatever they did to me or whatever they said to me, then I can approach it with a, a little bit calmer attitude, but still say what I want to say. If I feel like they was on, 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 on that level, I'm approaching them the way that I motherfucking felt with the way that I took it. Right, Ultimately, right. when it comes down to me having a situation, I don't want the problem. I want the situation to be resolved. resolved. Yeah. So exactly. this is me and my girl, me and my lady, me and my children. Mm -hmm. I'm coming at you because I want this situation resolved. So another thing with me is I don't care about being right. I don't care about right. being correct because one thing that we know about debates and disagreements, Somebody both people be can be right. Oh, yeah. Both, both can people right. can be right. It's all in perception. I don't care about That's being true. heard first and being the only one. Right. Listen, man, I'm going to say this to you and then I want to get down to the bottom of it. Now, how they respond is going to determine how long this conversation go on. If I say something to you and you're not in the space or in the energy to let's work this out, but you get defensive and now you want to point fingers and feel like, and then start blaming. I'm not here to blame you. Right. I'm telling you what was said or what was done. This is the way that I took it. I have it. Let's correct that. Cause I can be wrong with the way that I took it. Yeah. You could have had absolutely no, no malice. Or, and, 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 no and, intention. It, and even if you felt like, well, I did it this way, but I felt, however, let's get down to the bottom of it. But if you get defensive and then now I'm defensive, one thing for sure is we're not going to get down to the bottom of the problem. Mm -hmm. we, to the issue, we're going to have a problem. Yeah, mm -hmm. both people on the defense. Both yeah. people on the mm -hmm. defense. There's a, I go to the park and walk and um, there's a guy that comes to the park every day. Because he asked me for my number a while back. And I said, right now, I'm not trying to give my number to nobody. And I said, I'm just working on myself. And he said, well, right. what are you doing to work on yourself? I said, I exercise. And he said, you should go to the park down the street. And I said, that's where I just came from. I do it every day. So he shows up at the park every single day. Almost every day, for sure. Mm -hmm. Maybe I, was, I go sick. No, I go to that park five days a week. So he probably well no four one Tuesday Wednesday Thursday yeah four he shows up three of them sometimes he shows up four, but he came up and like you oh next time I see you I don't bring I'm gonna bring you some coffee you know I drink coffee because I seen I met him in the store buying me some coffee now do I drink it every day no so 
he said, you know, he's saying I drink coffee, so the next time I come out here, I'm going to bring some coffee. So I paid that little stuff attention. He didn't ever bring it. So I paid it attention. Mm -hmm. He walked up on me the last time I was there. Tried to give me a hug. He gave me a hug. And I gave him a hug. And then he tried to, like, reach his hands below. So I moved him. I was like, hey, back up. Oh, I can see why you don't have no man now. Talking to a man, back up. Oh, Nigga, fuck you. Yeah, First of all, exactly. she told like, you from jump, I'm working on me. Yeah. And so, I respect that, too. Yeah. People should do that. When you're really working on you, I honestly don't feel like you should be dating. Mm -hmm. So I really, I wanted to comment on that. And I, yeah. I respect the shit out of that. Because a lot of people be saying, I'm working on me. But they, they make be steady, for but, niggas like that. Right. Okay? But I'm just saying, like, you saying, see what he said, said though. Like, because people. I talked to him crazy. Back up. He at, was and he was the one disrespectful, mm -hmm. yeah. and he was in your personal space. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, like you don't see, even know me like but that. But see, people don't take that serious when people say they're working on themselves. And because again, like I was going to say, people be saying they're working on themselves, but they be still out here dating and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you, you, you ain't really working on you 100. percent right. You still up here dating, and then people, you ain't really giving people the full you because you working on you, and you it's some things you're not gonna do or so, whatever, whatever. You yeah so yeah mm -hmm. he was all the way wrong but yeah, yeah. but he told me I see why yeah. you ain't got a man because I told him man back up that's how you talk to men you in my personal space like Ugh. you didn't even bring coffee like you, you said didn't keep your word I yeah. see why you ain't got no one right. you so don't keep like, your word you think okay nigga you can't even bring coffee but you about to rub on my ass like no. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you showing me you're not even consistent with the small shit. Okay. In the beginning, that's why I told you, man. I told you today. When it's not any kind of emotional attachments, it's easier to make them kind of decisions. But it's like, that's, I mean, but it, he made me feel like, well, he didn't make me feel. But he said to me, like, well, I can see why you ain't got no man. Like, because I told you to back up. See, that's, so... I, I believe when it when it gets physical, when it turns physical like it, in a in mm -hmm. a in any relationship, I believe there's a weakness on the person mm -hmm. who threw the punch. First. It is. It's a weakness, and it's a. I'm telling you, it's something about control. It's something about control. It's the loss of control, and but it's a it's a need to feel in control. Mm -hmm. But that's the way they go about doing it because what they don't they don't know how to communicate. Yeah. They don't know how to communicate verbally. All they know how to do is go for their hands and, you know, grab you up or whatever. That's all about control. And that's what um, I was going to say, too. It's about control and power. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I also feel like it just depends on what you encounter. Because everybody's everybody can't handle situations the same. Like I told you, you walk in, see your man with a woman in y'all's house, like, you're not going to be like, okay, I'm just walk away. Like, your natural reaction, vice versa, a guy. You walk in and see your wife, woman, in a bed with another man, you whooping somebody's tail. Right, but I'm so saying. So, it's like, it just I mean, but those are, like, exceptional. Right, right. Those are right. That's an exception to the I'm saying as far as when it's just an argument, and oh, then yeah. somebody going to get all physical and screaming and hollering, you know what I mean? That's a loss of control. Something is... I got yeah, a partner who, you know, who said yeah. that I've witnessed this nigga. Shout out Ed OG. Mm -hmm. he, he tells these broads when he first meet them that he beat his bitches. Just like, the, just like the chick that I, I, I was mentioning, I referenced earlier. She told me if it ain't no fighting, that she felt like 
the related the nigga don't really love her. Well, yeah, you know, so, and some so women that's dysfunction. Miss Shalane was like that. She when she got with Suge Knight, she said that she thought because he wasn't beating her ass enough that he didn't love her because she came from fucking with Dre, who used to beat the brakes off of her. She got used to that. So she when she got with Suge, she said Suge might have slapped her once or twice, but she said other than that, she thought maybe he didn't love her because he wasn't beating on her enough. Yeah. Mm. So if you listen, Damn. if you toxic and she toxic. Have at it. Live long, short lives. If y'all don't take each other out or whoever, right. go to the pen. Make sure you visit one another. However y'all do that. But for men and women who don't fuck with that type of energy, Man. you should not put up with that type of energy. Period. Yeah, yeah you should. And they say a lot of times when women be in domestic uh, situations, like, like you know, uh, abusive relationships like that, that, you know, a lot of times people be like, oh, my God, won't you just leave? Won't you just leave? Well, they say that the, when you try to leave, that's when you're more, he's the, the, that's when he's more than likely to kill you. And again, it goes back to control. I watch that show called Fatal Attraction on TV One. Mm-hmm. I, I watch that shit all right. the time. The right? movie? The show, nah, Fatal One. Show. It comes on, uh, I said Fatal, Fatal One. Fatal Attraction comes on TV One. Mm-hmm. And it's always the same type of story. You see it all the time. It's the man to be a couple. They be a couple. Everybody think they doing great. Everybody think, oh, they seem so in love. But then they'll find out that all of a sudden the, the woman come up missing. And then they'll look deeper into the situation. They don't find out that the boyfriend or the husband done killed her. Mm-hmm. And then, then they look deep, it, when they investigate even further, they find out they had issues of domestic mm-hmm. situations. The police have been called out a few times. But all of a sudden when she decides, I'm done with you, I don't want it, I don't want to do this no more, he kills her. Mm-hmm. It's that control. Oh, you! I can't have you. Nobody can. Oh, you're not who you think you're gonna leave me. But you know? yeah, it just and it also depends on the fight. Usually, what I've seen in the the cases that have been in Columbus, where the guy kills the men, I mean, the guy kills the women. It's usually a woman that is doing way better than he is. He is dependent mm-hmm. on her for a reason. There's a girl that I know that passed away um, here maybe a couple years ago. She was the breadwinner. He was the one that needed her for everything. She finally got sick of his stuff. He come trying to, they arguing. She a little, she a gangster. So she like pieced him up. He shot her, killed her. Wow. That's a weakness on the man's part. But I'm just saying, there's a lot of situations where the guy, they ain't got nothing to lose. So because they ain't got nothing to lose, they'll take this woman up out of here because their life without this woman is prison, streets, or they ain't got nothing to lose if, anyway. If we can figure and we can sum up, I'm sorry, if we can figure and we can sum up that the aggressor has some type of weakness, what does that say about the individual who chooses to stay with the aggressor after the first punch. Either again, fear. Yeah. It could be a lot of times it's fear or sometimes it's, you know, they you have hoping a, he do better. Yeah, after do the better. first punch. You hoping that it gets better. You love, mm-hmm. when you love, once you love, like, they always Maybe say. Maybe he wasn't always yeah, like that. Yeah. And after he, the first punch, but that shit, when, when he slapped you or he slapped or she slapped him, along with that slap, the, when that saliva fly out your mouth, the love should be yeah, but slapped it's, it, out but along with women, the blood and saliva. It doesn't yeah, make a but, difference. Yeah, it's but again, that, it's though. easy to say that because you're not dealing with it. But in the same token, like like you said, I just you got- have an instance when I when I dealt with somebody and they were violent. 
Yeah, but you, you stayed. stayed. Right. You stayed for a while. Right. So, but that's the same scenario where, because as you feel like it's going to get better, it's going to get better, it's going to get better. They didn't mean it. They didn't do, you know what I mean? It's, it's going to get better. And right it's now. really, honestly, it makes you like the situation I deal with. an enabler. Yeah. The situation that I dealt and with. an extreme denial. Yeah, the situation because I mean, again, as as my mom would always say, you looking at somebody through rosy colored glasses. You in love, you looking at them through rosy colored glasses, and when your vision changes, you that changes that situation. Okay, so then both mm -hmm. of them are weak. Well, no, not I mean, no, no not necessarily. Huh? I just Why feel not? like because again, women, it just it's. Once you feel a certain type of way, the guy might be in it because this is the best. This is, he know he ain't going to never find nobody like this again. I mean, remember the guy that killed the woman? Remember the guy, the daycare lady? Remember when that mm -hmm. guy got? He went to her job. Yeah, to her job, wife. killed her and her brother. Yep. Because this woman, a daycare owner, got it going on. She was her, his wife. They had just been partying too the night before yeah. or the weekend before. I remember mm -hmm. that. But that's Ooh, weak yeah. energy. And exactly what I just said. No, it's uh, control. It's a need to be. Yeah, but control. controlling is a weak energy. But it's also in the same token that he know his life ain't gonna be right without this one. And that's a but weak in the energy. Same token, at the same token, maybe if you would have got your life together, you wouldn't have lost this. Understand woman. I think it's Under, the that's how yeah, it's the insecurity. insecurity is a weak energy. Yeah. Okay, when you say you can't help who you love and by this time you're in love with the person, then you've allowed yourself to be weakened with your emotions and say, oh, okay, and now you are in a, in a um, what do you call that state? Uh, uh, because you, you, you're willing to deal with it for the sake of love. In hopes oh, that maybe they but can women change. Are vulnerable. But women are emotional. But it's not just women. This is what we're talking about. You just gave us like three or four examples mm -hmm. where it was the men yeah. that was doing it. Yeah. So men and women can both have that same weakness. When you yeah. just reverted back to me, I became weak because I allowed that myself to stay that in that situation. Which, well, you know, so that's what I, it may sound harsh when I say both of them are weak. Yeah, it's but it's the truth. I just I, what you saying makes a lot energy. of sense. It's low vibrational energy. Yeah, yeah. it yeah, is. True. It is. But so, yeah, God damn yeah. it. That's <laughs> me. Yeah. You know, my son going through that kind of a situation now. Right. Like, why do you keep staying? And it's like my son has never been raised to put his hands on a girl. Next thing you know, my, his girl got a black eye. But it's like. You keep and I used to tell my son, let your sister beat her up. Like she know, <laughs> like this is she keep doing this because she know you won't allow nobody to fight her. Your sister beat her up one good time, she'll stop, but he won't never let her. But then again, possibly, yeah, possibly she'll stop. Oh no, she'll stop because you got to realize what type of see some people who play crazy can get crazy, and some people who just absolutely crazy that don't know they crazy. Remain crazy. No, she ain't crazy because I'm gonna tell you something. She That's showed why I said up. Play crazy. Yeah, she played crazy. She showed up over my son's house before they got married. She showed up over there acting a fool, not knowing his sister was up in there with her. So she blowing hit, bringing his buzzer. He in the security building. She ringing the buzzer, acting a crazy, ringing the buzzer, ringing all kind of other people's buzzers on one. 
my son coming down the stairs, my daughter come behind him with her tennis shoes on. Like, I'm about ready. to be, yeah, on <laughs> So soon as she seen him, she read until she seen his sister. Then it was. She calmed the fuck. She piped down. Can I talk to you for a minute? She said, no, you're going to talk to him in front of me. I'm a best friend. Yeah. So, and then in the situation, even when she came to my house and acted a monkey, I wasn't there. So, But my camera picked up on it. But I wasn't far away where I couldn't turn around and come home. Then she acted a monkey on this camera until I pull up. Then it's. But it doesn't it, it doesn't do her no good to fight crazy. It does more to have her strengthen her brother because her brother is the one that's still weak enough to deal with this crazy. See you you all you can't always you can people who play crazy, yeah, she was adjusted, you know, when she saw your daughter, but at the same time you don't want to waste your time on crazy. You want to strengthen the one that you actually rock but with. But what was if he ain't trying to hear it? Because we have. He right. ain't trying to hear it. Right. So right now, he's just going to remain in a weakened state until something happens to where he can find that strength and this strength in, the, in knowledge and the strength and experience most of the time. Mm-hmm. Now, here's something that I find alarming. is the more uh, black women are more likely to be killed by her um, boyfriend mm-hmm. or baby daddy or whatever and also according to the um, I read these statistics here I want to read it to y'all um, according to the CDC one in four women and one in seven men will experience physical violence by their intimate partner at some point during their lifetime Every uh, most of the time whenever I've been locked up and I've been locked up 11 times um, every time I've been locked up I'm always meeting niggas downtown for some DV shit. Domestic violence to those who... I'm always meeting a nigga who down there on some domestic violence shit. And for me, now being older, having been through that, checking myself, recognizing my energy, like you say, Crystal, um, I look at those men as being weak men. I will say that people, take you there. yeah, yeah, sometimes uh, no, no, take no, you there, no, no, say, if you allow yourself to be taken there, but so you got think one, about this though. you got one time, you got one time with me, if you giving me this type of energy where I feel like I want to put my hands on you. I can't deal with you. But think everybody about don't you, have that same energy. And also, wasn't you me. younger when you went through that? Because I think a lot of times younger people do go through that. But when you get older and you get more mature, you yeah. be like, you know what? I ain't got this to do. Uh, you know what I mean? But I've met a lot of the niggas that was locked up and partners and shit that I meet and shit down there. They're not always young niggas. They be in their fucking 40s. Mm-hmm. I was in my 20s. They was in their fucking 40s still going through this. But remember, cuz, back in the day. Let me, I'm, can you mind if I share this story okay, about fine. me and you? So, cuz back in the day, he was going through a situation and he called and was like, cuz, can I put my stuff in your closet? And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. He was like, because I'd rather sleep in my damn car and be homeless before I deal with this shit. 
but everybody doesn't have. I mean, yeah. now I give you that. That is commendable because, and honestly, it's so funny because when I refer to shit, I'll be like, shit, my cousin left his, stayed in his car, came and, came and got dressed in my house. And it was like he, but everybody is not like, okay, I'm going to go stay in my car. I'm going to go, go through this. I'm going to go stay here and there to not go through. Everybody doesn't have that kind of strength. So, yeah, it's commendable. You did that because you did. You was like. But that's when I learned. Yeah, but I'm just saying you was in your 20s. You was in your like late 20s then. But I'm just saying like not every man want to go stay in the car overnight or go stay with their family or go stay with their mom. Some people will stay with that because they don't want to stay in the situation. I mean, honestly, like I stay with my ex-husband as long as I did because I didn't want to stay with my mom. Okay, so, so let me say this. What I would see and what made me wake the fuck up and not want to be subjective to that is when I would be down in the county for one thing and I would see yeah. niggas older than me. Yeah. Sitting down there talking about man, this bitch is tripping. Yeah, you know. And then let me tell you, man, you know, but what uh, was she if gonna you had call the attitude it, where you was it, like, I ain't about to give up my shit. What was if you had the yeah, attitude like that? You was like, I you weighed, know what? I'll put all my shit in my cousin's closet. Fuck this shit. I, I weighed out. I weighed out like this. This is how I weigh. First of all. For those niggas who want to call themselves real niggas and shit like that. No, that's some real I, shit. I, 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 I viewed and I recognized myself with yeah, real nigga some, energy. Yeah, he did. And I say, rather than me catching some charge yeah, and behind some goddamn broad, me sitting around choking the shit out some motherfucking yeah, female, that ain't some shit a real nigga be doing. Mm -hmm. That's some he weak did. ass nigga energy wanting to be... Sitting around fighting some motherfucking female. Yeah, yeah. Nigga, go out, be a man, get your own, put yourself in a position to be better so you don't have to live up under her roof and hear her motherfucking mouth. And honestly, like, and it's so crazy because there's a lot of shit that I compared niggas to based on what my cousin did. Like, wait a minute, all niggas don't do that because my cousin put this yeah. shit in my closet and was like, fuck this bitch. And went on about his business. That's he the left first time with she nothing. Ever told me this, this the first yeah. time she ever said that. I mean, that. but he left That's with right. nothing. Right. He didn't give a fuck. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because where you go? I don't give a fuck. I can't stay there. Can I just leave my shit here? I'll stay if I gotta sleep in my car. You ain't gonna sleep in your car. He was like, no, because I gotta push myself to get I mean, like, he didn't get I mean That's like he wow. left a Damn. comfortable yeah. crib to yeah. not give um, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Not all niggas sit around and use, and then you be acting all funny when I be, when it be the type of guy, <laughs> like, yo ass, you like, why you dealing with that cuz? Nigga, cuz of you. Like, I mean, you see that kind of shit, like, no, not all niggas will stay in there uncomfortably yeah. when you see your cousin don't do it, like. Yeah. That's you know what I mean? So, but I mean, seriously, you're not the only guy that thinks like that. So, I just, well, me and you had that conversation earlier. Yeah. I know a lot of niggas that would be like, shit, I'll just stay here and be miserable until mm -hmm. I can find something better. You was like, you listen, I'm going to be miserable now and not in this shit and I'll just be going through it right now, I'll but I won't be miserable. right now, so, but I won't be miserable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. remember we had the wow. conversation earlier Damn. today when I talk Damn. about what kind of man I want. Yeah. And if there's guys that think like you, there'll be guys that like mine to think like me. Yeah, so I mean, bad. I mean, cause for real, you like, cause can I bring my shit over your house? We was kid, we was younger, mm -hmm. and yeah. can I bring my shit over your house? Yeah, I'm like, bad. yeah, I'm like, where you gonna stay? He's like, I don't give a damn. 
I can't stay here. He was like, cuz I ain't gonna be over here all the time. Because I was with like my kid's father, and he was like, I was like, well, you ain't gotta be in the street. He's like, I don't care. I'm not gonna stay there. And he was just a fuck as just yeah, as content. That. Yeah. Because I, I, I think just, you I remember that because I think you had a TV that you kept at my house. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was it the same time? Yeah. yeah. Had, you yeah. had your stuff yeah. over her house. That's exactly and, right. Yeah, you was that's like, correct. let me just keep my TV over here. Damn, you know that's right. I did. Yeah. Yo. I did do that. Yep. But I'm just saying, he didn't Damn, say. He didn't <laughs> oh, say. But, but one of the things that I respected about you, because you wasn't like, oh, I'm going to just stay in here and be miserable. I ain't got nowhere else to go. You didn't care that you ain't had nowhere else to go. Yeah. Anything you, was and better. And so all guys, this, I mean, like when guys will sit up and be like, oh, I'm going to just deal with this shit. No, my, my big cousin didn't deal mm -hmm. with that shit. Like... Yeah. There's there's guys out here that think just like him, man. I get the fuck out of here and sleep in my motherfucking car I first think, before I go to this bullshit. And, and the dude that want to sit there and go round and round with the woman like that, you know, he just as toxic as she mm -hmm. is. You know what I'm saying? I I um I was dealing with this chick, and um we we was together, and from the beginning of the relationship, I was busting her like dealing with other niggas and shit. Mm -hmm. But I stayed with that shit, right? Um, I fell up on hard times, so I ended up moving in with her, and um, she was still dealing with this other nigga. I pick up the motherfucking phone, and I'm like, "What up?" Cause she in the shower, and he, who is she? She told me she's supposed to be putting your ass out. This and that, this and that. So me with my fucking feminine energy and shit, I'm all I go into the bathroom while she in the shower. So what's up with this nigga talking about this and that and whoop de woo? You know what I'm saying? Then I tell her, oh, you got to choose. This how feminine energy <laughs> en engulfed I was at the time. Now, I ain't got two nickels to rub together. Mm -hmm. I'm working and shit, but I'm up under this here broad roof and all of this shit because I didn't do shit right on my end, so I'm fucked up. Of course, she grabbed the phone. She chose this nigga. Right? So she chose this nigga. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You got me mm -hmm. fucked up. Now, that could have been domestic right then yeah. and there. But what you going to do? I grab my shit, and I'm leaving. She done hung up with the nigga. Come downstairs talking about, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I really choose you. I was just too <laughs> coward, to, uh, too much of a coward to say it to him on the phone. Bitch, you know what I'm saying? Ski skirt. So I leave. And I just did a self-evaluation on myself. And I say, nigga, look how old you are. Why? How is you putting yourself in the position to be so, mm -hmm. so goddamn expendable? You know what I mean? And I just did a self-evaluation on, my, on myself. I'm living up under another bra rope. Yeah, I was helping pay bills and shit. Mm -hmm. But that was her crib. She was handling business on her own. So at the end of the day... How how do she view me? And how would any other woman having things view a man with low means to no means? Mm -hmm. So that's why I said I got to start from scratch. I got to reboot because I could have stayed there. Like she she stopped me going out the door and said, I really choose you. I could have been like, yeah, bitch, I'm about to use you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stay here for another yeah. six months. Keep stacking I up mean, checks. I mean, truth be told, the police couldn't have put you out because you lived there. I lived there. So lived they there. couldn't have. But one of the things that I admired about you is like you was like, 
Mm -mm. Like, and I was like, cuz, where you gonna stay? You was like, I ain't staying there. And you was like, I'm not about to stay with no chick just because she got something I can get my own shit. And I'm like, I mean, so when guys sit up there, and honestly, it's that story, that'd be like, oh, no, nigga, you ain't shit. Because my cousin didn't give a fuck. <laughs> like, he stayed in his car overnight. He did this. He didn't give a fuck. A nigga will get away from somebody they really want to get away from. Uh, yep. So when them guys use them yeah. excuses like, yeah. oh, you know, she, nigga, you don't want to. Even with my boy, the maintenance guy. Right. Like, nigga, you ain't divorced because you don't want to be divorced. Yeah. You know, y'all been separated for all these years, but you ain't divorced, my nigga, because you don't want to be Let divorced. Let her take that shit, but yeah. you can have all of yeah. this shit. If the courts give you this shit... I don't give a fuck. There's no you price that you can put on your it. own motherfucking sanity. Mm -hmm, you can yeah. start over. You can have this shit. You want the house. You get the truck. If they give you that shit, you take that shit. Mm -hmm. But they can't take away my dignity. dignity. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, like, listening to shit like that, but listening to what he went through, remembering what he went through, I mean, like, it do, it like... Like, okay, so why are you in this situation? And it's like, when you watch your big cousin be like, I don't give a fuck, I'll sleep in my motherfucking car first. And it's like, there are dudes that will Things be like, like that, yeah. yeah. Now, I, I do agree. When you say, I mean, I can see why you would say uh, a dude that, you know, be on that, um, you know, that, you know, want to fight a female type shit. That's like some weak energy because my one of my best friends, she was actually going to come on today, but uh, what happened? But, um, and share her story, whatever, or part of it anyway. But she's currently going through a situation right now with a, with a nigga who was abusive. You know what I'm saying? Like, so abusive, so toxic. And I had been telling her for a long time, like, that's some toxic ass shit. Like, I don't see how I just, you know, you need to get away from that situation. And I'm usually not the one to tell nobody to leave nobody, but if it's unhealthy, you know what I mean? And, you know, he putting his hands, you know what I mean? He trying to put his hands on you and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, you you don't need to stay because one of y'all going to die. That's mm -hmm. a fact. You know what I mean? Or be in jail. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. And so it's like to the point where restraining orders have been put in place and all of that. But one of the things I noticed about him is he's like very jealous of her. Mm. She's a pretty girl. And it's like, if she goes somewhere, where you going? Man, Why you going there? Because he's cheating. Yeah, yeah. He, and that's, yeah. That, that too. And I don't get yep. that either. How come the people that be Because they scared that, that you going they, they to give them what they're giving you. I think it's deeper than that. I think deep down, those type of men... They're they're weak and they're insecure, yep. and that's why they're cheating. Yep. And then on top of that, they have a control issue yep. because how the fuck? I ain't gonna lie. If I'm cheating, I'm not about to be trying to handcuff my nigga. I'm trying to make but sure he ain't around me. We're women. Because I want to do my dirt. Yeah, we're women. But see, guys, that's some weak ass shit for yeah, a nigga. But that's see, weak. guys, yeah, energy. They're they're out here cheating, and they scared. They know what they're doing to you, and usually. What guy you know that is good to their women that's insecure? Right. None. Right. It's the guys that ain't so good the to their women, women mm -hmm. that and insecure. are insecure. But that's but here's what I'm saying. That's why they treat their women the way they do because it ain't see it ain't this is why women shouldn't always internalize when a nigga cheating. Because a lot of times it ain't it ain't he ain't cheating because you he cheating because of him, his own insecurity internally. Mm -hmm. And so that's why he goes off the deep end when he see you going out. He like he want to go with her everywhere she go, mm -hmm. even when she going with her girlfriend. I don't. You like don't think a like lot that. of beta men? I'm sorry. You don't think a lot of beta men 
who try to give their woman any and every single thing because they scared for their woman to leave them is a form of insecurity on that man too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You do. Yep. I mean, it's well. You, you, oh, wait a minute. You either try to, you might try to make her happy or you trying yeah. to do it because you don't want her to I leave. I mean, but I yeah. feel like. I'm saying for men who do that for that purpose. A, a um, nigga who just got it, who just like to spoil his bra for that. That's, that's not. We're not talking about him. control. The one who wants to do it, the one who wants to give her everything so she'll stay, I yeah. think that's a form of control. Definitely can be, especially if he knows she don't have the means to go out and right. get them things yeah. herself. Yeah. It, it, control, for niggas who like to control, it, it, that's, a, that's a weakness. Because control don't always have to be an aggressive way either. It, don't, it can be through that's money. You could be paying all the bills because you know maybe she, you know, she ain't got it like that. Mm-hmm. You know, she don't have her, you know, she don't, she... She's not the kind of per- she's not the kind of person that can get it like how you do. Maybe you the uh over you know maybe you the ambitious one or maybe you the one you the breadwinner basically mm-hmm. you can, you taking care of her because a lot of times situations like that be the case too. Like you know the dude be paying all the bills, taking care of her or whatever. He be doing his thing. She know what he doing, but she don't want to leave because he taking care of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a form of control. Yeah. So like back to what I was saying about you know the friend or whatever, my friend or whatever. Um, so situation with this guy is I sit back and I watch how he's so verbally abusive. Oh my gosh. I think verbal abuse kind of can be synonymous with the physical abuse because the verbal abuse comes first a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Then it follows by the physical abuse. So he's verbally abusive to her. Every time she want to go somewhere without him, every time she want to hang out with her friends is you bitch, you hoe, you tramp, Mm -hmm. you slut, you bitch. I know you fucking all these niggas. You fucking this nigga. You Fucking and I bitch. bet she found well, out he was messing right, around. Right, yes. But what Why are you real nigga talk nigga? like that? Yeah, that's so yeah. feminine. But again, it's usually dudes that... And I mean, look at what I went through with my... Feminine. My my ex-husband, like, okay, say if, um, say if my car is right here, the end of the driveway is right where that door is. I would leave. Now, when he would be gone, I see you when you get home. There would be times he would call me like, dang, you ain't calling and checked on me all day. Who cares? I'll see you when you get home. I would pull off in my car, head to that door, and my phone is ringing. I'm going to have lunch with my girls. Are we going to have a cocktail? My phone's ringing. I went to Detroit Casino for the day on a, a trip with Rolling with the Joneses. I mean, he might as well have came. Let me call you on duo. Let me see what machine you want. Yeah, but again, I ended up finding out he had three affairs. See? So, you know what I mean? And it's like... Yeah. Control. Yeah. That type of shit. Insecurity. He want to see what the fuck she doing. Mm -hmm. Be all all up in her motherfucking purse. Because he know he ain't right. And it's so funny now that we're not married. See... You not now you don't have no reason to hide nothing from me because I ain't your wife. Mm-hmm. So now I realize I see what he's doing to his current girlfriend. And it's like I mean like I'm his ex wife and you still be trying to get with me. Like still be <laughs> trying to be with me. Oh, I love you. I never never uh never love another but it's like Dang, I wonder if you told your ex-girlfriend this when you was married to me. Yeah, more likely he did. Yeah, and he probably did. And it's like, you know, now, unfortunately, but it's like, I'm that type of chick that, like, when I divorced you, your family was included. So, I didn't have none of y'all to do. But I used to wonder why his child's mother was always wanting to be around. 
Well, you playing games with her. And you was like, oh, I'm always, I was with you 20 years. I'm always love you. So she used to say, like, oh, you know, at the end of the day, he always going to love me. But see, because I'm not the type of chick that be jealous of the chicks, I was more or less like, girl, he can hang. If he wants you, go ahead. Like, okay. I mean, I'm never pressed, especially about you. You toothless. You, I mean, like, girl, bye. I would always, <laughs> I, I would always recommend somebody who who's hearing this and maybe going through this is recognize the power in you, mm -hmm. especially for females. And if you are a female with child, there's programs. Mm -hmm. If you feel like you can't get up out of this nigga's roof, you mm -hmm. got programs. If you got to move into some Section 8, some mm -hmm. low income. They got mm -hmm. domestic violence shelters. And, I mean, me and my kids went to a shelter, not my, through my marriage, but in a situation. And we was in a very uncomfortable situation with just immediate family. And um, we went and stayed in the kid. The first week, they put us in a hotel. So, I mean, my kids were little then. They put us in a hotel. The second week, we had to go to the shelter. But, I mean, the family shelter over here on Fifth Avenue, it, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't be going through it now, but I'm glad it was there. And after mm -hmm. they seen me getting up, going every day, they put me in an apartment within a week. Yeah. And so, and I didn't even have a job yet. And that burden, it's like a burden yeah. that's lifted off of you when you're on your path to yeah. freedom. When you finally, when you can, when you can relinquish yourself from anything you was allowing yourself to be attached to under those, uh, under that relationship, it, it's, it's worth you scrapping mm -hmm. everything if need be. Let them back. motherfuckers have that shit. Mm -hmm. yeah. You can get okay? it all back. Because you can get that shit back and, and then, then some. some. Yeah, and I learned that in my marriage. When I left my when I left my ex husband, finally, I left with nothing. The apartment I'm in now, when I first moved in there, I didn't have nothing. I didn't even have stuff like basic silverware. So I was like, you know, a part of me staying there was fear. I ain't gonna be able to afford everything, mm -hmm. and I was in debt. So and he would like be okay with me being a debt. And I remember going to him crying like I remember one time he had like an extra thousand dollars that he just had. And I remember going to him crying like, you know, I need about five hundred dollars. I gotta pay this credit card debt down and I'm crying. And he was like, Okay, I got you. And then he didn't give it to me. And he ran around talking about me to everybody. But then wanted to take me out of town. You want to take me out of town to Pittsburgh and spend eight hundred dollars with hotels and spending, but you can't give me five to get my credit card. Well, you know, see, you know, I'm trying to have fun. That fun, Pittsburgh will always be there, right? So, but that's the type of dude he was. But I always, I stayed in a mindset like I can't pay my bills. I can't do everything, so I gotta stay here because mm -hmm. if I jump out of this relationship, me and my son, which I only have my younger son, who I have now, then, because my two grown ones were already gone. And it was like, if I get out here and leave this situation, I'm gonna be screwed up. And I had a child. Right. So, but it wasn't until I got to a point where I was like, you know what, if I gotta work five or six jobs, I don't care. I gotta go. And no, thank God I didn't have to do that. But it, it's like you're more powerful than you, like you said, you're more powerful than you think you are. Like when your back is up against the wall and you trust yourself, 
you'd be surprised what you can do. And I hope say that one more time. What you can do. I hope anybody who is listening who is in this situation, I hope you uh you know you gain something from this and you recognize that you don't have to stay in a situation like that because I mean I know it sounds cliche and they say it all the time, but love shouldn't hurt. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and also I wanna see go ahead um for anybody like I said who's in a situation like this and who or may know somebody that's in a situation where they are um, dealing with domestic violence. Um, the National Domestic Violence Hotline is 1-800-799-SAFE. So it's 1-800-799-7233. So don't think that there is no help out there. You don't have to stay in the situation that you're in. And let me give you also the number to the Y. If you have children, the YMCA Family Shelter. The address is 900 Harvey Avenue, and that's off of 5th and Nelson. Their contact For those in Columbus, 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 Ohio area. And their contact, they're 900 Harvey Court, Columbus, Ohio, um, 432-19. Their direct telephone number, let me go back to it. Because, I mean, honestly, they saved, they saved me. They saved me. Um, Their number is 614-253-3910. And that's for women and kids. Find your strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Find your strength. You can. And the way that you find your strength is just leaving your state of weakness. Meaning packing your shit. Meaning kicking they ass up out your crib. However, by any mm-hmm. means necessary, don't lose yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can stick with that same motherfucker. And I'm so proud of my friend because she is done with that dude. Like, she is done. And, you know, she could tell her story better than I can. I hope she comes on maybe uh, next time or something. But she is done with that dude. And I'm just so glad because it's just not worth it at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. It's not. That that tears down your Mm self-esteem. And then you sit back and the more you stay in it, when you finally get yourself out of it, I think you go through a period of being mad at yourself because mm-hmm. you stayed in it. You like, damn. Yeah. When you start to, when you start to, you know, like you said, pull back your freedom and everything. When you start to become free, you be like, damn. Fuck um, was I thinking? Why, was I, why, why did I let I that allow myself? Yeah. And I think that's yeah. when you gotta take a deep look yeah, within man. and maybe go through therapy and stuff and mm-hmm. understand why would you allow somebody to mistreat you like that? Don't you love yourself? Mm-hmm. But you know don't ever feel. Don't ever I'm feel like that. it's your fault. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. Yeah. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But I'm saying I, I can imagine how it would make you oh, question yeah. yourself. Your, like, your self-worth. Like, and why it does. would I do that? Yeah. And it does because, I mean, there was times like, I must have been lonely as hell. But it's like, you at that time, I couldn't help who I was in love with. Right. And, no, I wasn't making the best decisions from an emotional standpoint. and But I wasn't. And it's like... But when I got my emotions out of it, I made better decisions. Like, so honestly, with my ex-husband, do I apologize or do I feel guilty? No, because see, he helped me find me. He helped me realize, okay, you need to go talk to somebody. You need to go Mm -hmm. see somebody. You need to go because there's no way in the hell you would have dealt with all this on an average day. So what the hell was going on with you? Where you feel like this is okay because you would have demolished this dude for less. <laughs> so, like, okay, you need to deal with yourself. She found her strength. Yeah, so it's like you, 
that light bulb went off. But again, my perception of marriage was different. I took responsibility for what I seen around me. So I dealt with unnecessary stuff. I mean, a lot of times, even with domestic violence, you see it, you it's learned behavior too. You you know, my mom went through it, my dad went through it, my dad did this and my mom like so a woman and a woman end up staying in relationships, guys ended up being the abuser. Women end up getting abused. Women stay with that kind of stuff because they're used to their mom being done like this. Or, so it's still even in. It's a learned behavior. Well, they think, well, they think struggle love is the love. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's a learned like behavior. It's supposed to be. We going through our shit. Yeah. I mean, because again, there's people that still go through it. Been going through it forever, and you're like, "What the hell?" And people stay. I know a couple that are still together. They've been probably been together about twelve years, and he beat on her. She might lock him up, but you know, she she right back with him. They found comfort That's in what, the pain and struggle. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to speak. That's on ridiculous. That, speaking of that, I'm glad you said that because that was going to usher in my next question for y'all. So, what do you do when it's a situation where your family member or your friend? is in this relationship and it's abusive and you know it, everybody knows it, but they keep going back to the person as a brother or as a father. Do you go whoop the nigga's ass? But in doing so, she's going to go right back to him. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, you my son is going through that right now. And when I tell you his wife need her ass whooped, she do. But you, you're, my son will cuss you out about her, disrespect you about her. It's just so you just like, let them figure that shit out. It's, it's an addiction just like alcohol, yeah. Ask God that it's just them. like it's just like a cigarette addiction. It's just like an alcohol addiction. One day you are gonna have to wake up and quit. Mm-hmm. No matter how many t- places you want to kick me out of and say I can't smoke in public or whatever, I'm gonna find a way to smoke because mm-hmm. I like to smoke. One day I just said I'm gonna quit this shit. This shit is mm-hmm. killing me, and I found reasons myself. To quit smoking. It's the same when you're dealing with toxicity. It's addictive. And you have to find reasons yourself to mm-hmm. say, I'm done with this shit. Whether it's, I'm tired of buying wardrobes. I'm tired of going to jail. I'm, I'm tired, tired of having my face. I'm tired of wearing sunglasses. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of wearing sweaters in 80 fucking degree weather yeah. when I go to the family function. Because I got bruises all on my arms. I'm so tired I'm wearing of, turtlenecks and sweaters and shit. It's 90 degrees at the family barbecue. Everybody looking like damn. I'm tired right? of answering my phone 50 fucking times mm-hmm. just to go to the store. Because this nigga or this here broad won't stop with the fuckery. You have to get tired yourself. Once you get tired... And you truly tired and you say, I'm ready to get my power back because you right now you subservient, you're weak and you are allowing yourself to be controlled. You are allowing yourself to be drawn in with this negative energy. Mm -hmm. And you can say none of this, whatever I have right now is worth my sanity. Mm -hmm. But as a father, though, as a father watching, or hell, a mother too, Mm -hmm. watching your child go through an abusive relationship and you know that she keeps going back to, or he keeps going back to, or whatever, they keep going back to the abuse. It's annoying. Yeah, like, it's like, damn. It's very frustrating. Mm -hmm. Whenever you see somebody you love going through something that Mm -hmm. you grew out of, and it's like nothing you can say or do that's going to, be able to physically make them stop well, like that. It's to. like an addiction. Yeah, it's like if you got a child that's addicted to drugs or alcohol, you can't do shit. nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. They you, gotta get twi- they gotta get tired of getting high. 
Yeah. My kids, they would throw up uh, my previous marriage when that I they would saw say you stuff. going through that. That's what I was going to say, too. And they would say stuff to me, and it's like, but you don't see me with this dude no more. Right. And yeah. so I got to a point where it's like, I mean, and again, I'm not even going through what y'all went through because, again, I mean, after so long, the gangster would stand up. So, <laughs> and after the, at the end of the day, but my daughter and my son be going through the most. But, again, I would just let, I, I you just have to let them go through it. And it's like, with me, the less I know, the better. Mm-hmm. Like, I avoid phone calls. Mm-hmm. The yeah. less I know, the better. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't sit up and li- fill my spirit up with all their foolishness. Because it's like, I told them, oh, I know more than y'all because I'm almost 40 years old. And I experienced this and I got through it. Y'all starting. As a parent, if I'm any kind of parent, I always want y'all to make better choices than I did. So, y'all ain't trying to hear it. That's what's up. Figure it out like I figured it out. But the times are different now than they were. Than they The times were different when I was y'all's age than they are now. Don't call yeah. me. Yeah, don't call me. Don't call me. When you truly done and call you mm-hmm. you ready to, to get your power back, the phone is here. I will pick up. I got your back. But to call me and can be complaining about what this motherfucker done done to you and how this, I don't care nothing about none of the particulars. Are you, you, you not done with them? Click. But when you done and you sitting outside in fucking six, seven inches of snow at the such and such and I need to come and pick you up or you catching that cab and that Uber and you say, look, I let that motherfucker have it all. Yeah, and it's true My though because you got to be careful with um, you know people got to be careful keep going back because like I said with my friend like everybody she would be like I'm done with him and everybody be like yeah right even her parents like you ain't done with him you know what I mean and she kept going back to him mm-hmm. kept on and then so everybody involved in themselves people start not to believe you like yeah. they be like oh she like that shit you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying the broad who cried wolf yeah. yeah and then everybody getting involved and then you be the bad guy because you saying something mm-hmm. which is what I experienced so I stopped saying stuff yeah. but y'all not gonna. I mean, I had a, my daughter had a situation here recently where this guy that tore, now this is her third car she had, the dude that tore up three of them. Damn. Now you calling me because he left you at work again? Why has he got your third car? Oh, please, can you come and get me? No. No. Oh. oh, you ain't never there. Oh. Okay. All right. Because <laughs> I would have been done after the first car got tore up. Facts. But... Obviously, you ain't. It take you a little bit longer to be done. That's what's up. But I ain't got nothing to do with it. I know that's right. So. All right, y'all. So we done hit every corner on this topic. I think we've covered some ground. Hell yeah. And mm-hmm. I will say, you know, just know who's watching. You know, if you got kids watching you deal with abuse, you know, um, you know, they can learn to not respect you, or they can also learn to pick it up and do it, take it into their relationships. But it's just unhealthy at, at the end of the day. So if you can help it, you know, just you know, take our advice. Don't forget the number. Because Don't forget the contact always. information. Find your strength in your area, in your county, in your town. There are shelters. There are places that's willing to assist you. Um, and men, you know, it's the avenue is a lot tough for us because there's not. 
excuse me, so many programs that's willing to just help a single and healthy, willing to work man. You got to find that strength in yourself. Get the fuck up out up under your woman's crib. And the more assets you have in yourself, the more value you will find in yourself. Mm -hmm. And you won't be acting like a, such a little nothing okay <laughs> and you won't be a guy that always need a woman for something like yeah. you'll have something to offer because you out here i mean like you deal with less when you got your own life together women like, respect the men with means yeah because yeah, like you said the means. ones who need the woman those are the ones it's like it's always a lot of shit that's what I i'm saying you won't be such a guys. little weak ass sucker I never told you that. Mm -mm. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. There was plenty of times. I'm like, dudes don't do everything. Because my cousin, when he didn't care. Never, he stayed. Never. Yeah. But honestly, that, that was you. a blueprint for a lot of stuff. Damn. Like, mm -hmm. mm -mm. Damn. And I remember that. I remember, like, no, my cousin was like, I don't care. I'll I'll stay in my car first. And you did. I was like, you can stay. He was like, no, I'm, I got to get my life together. I'm going to put my clothes in your house. I'm like, wow. But, I mean, that just goes to show not all guys will stay in the situation. I found my strength, y'all. <laughs> I might be black. Hell, I may even be ugly. I but I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. And we, we about to be out of here. But that's commendable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great, think, great show, y'all. Y'all, thank y'all. Thank you so much to my guests, uh, Miss Crystal and Mr. Mitigated Girl. Thanks and, for um, having yeah, us. Hell yeah. You're so welcome. And uh, to everybody, um, don't forget to share this podcast. Don't forget to download and subscribe. Pound, and leave find a comment. And leave mm -hmm. comments too. You know, I appreciate the comments. I always read them. Yes. And so y'all catch me on the next episode. Till next time. Peace. Peace. All right, guys, that's a wrap. And once again, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now, don't be stingy. Go ahead and share this podcast. And don't forget to follow on social media. Remember, you might get glad about what I said, or you might get mad about what I said. Either way, I said what I said. Till next time, y'all take care. Bye.